Uh, this is The Story Goes, and I am Molly, and that is Kieran, and this hey. is in partnership with uh, KLRN, your local public television station, and SA2020, and it is sponsored by CPS Energy, who is helping us continue to tell a more complete story about San Antonio, not only by sponsoring uh, the podcast, but by helping me keep my lights on so we can do this via Zoom. There. Well done. Yeah, thanks. Um, with us today is a pal, a friend, and also the person who oversees basically every program at the San Antonio Education Partnership, um, which some people, and Becca, you can speak to this as well. I should say it, her name is Rebecca Gonzalez, goes by Becca. Um, you can speak to this as well, Becca. I think San Antonio Education Partnership is the mothership for something that most people I think know better because of the brand and storefront space of Cafe College. Can you talk about what San Antonio Education Partnership is? And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Sure, so San Antonio Education Partnership was founded in 1989. We are a college access organization, a nonprofit, of course. Um, we run four programs, which you are familiar with is Cafe College, of course, our storefront, yes, which serves the community at large. Uh, but we also offer services to students at 33 public high schools in the San Antonio area. And we offer a scholarship to students at 32 of those high schools they can earn the scholarship to then be used at any San Antonio partner college or university. Um, it is a renewable scholarship, so students can earn a scholarship at a two-year for up to four semesters and a four-year for up to eight semesters. Um, and then Upgrade. Upgrade serves our adult population, so students who have 30 college credit hours or more and are over the age of 25, we're trying to re-engage them, get them back into school, get them to complete and earn that degree or certificate as quickly as possible so that they can upskill and um, you know, bring in more dollars to their families, but also to um, the economy for San Antonio. You know, we always ask folks when we're talking about San Antonio's community vision, what their favorite or what their, the community result that they're most passionate about. And education is mine and it also rises to the top continuously since the original visioning process in 2010, over and over and over again, the community at large has said that education is the lever by which we will be able to move forward um, across every aspect of San Antonio's community vision. And I think then, right, the question that we're, is top of mind, I think, for everyone right now is how do you, what does it look like to be in crisis and be leading those critical programs for San Antonio at this moment? I mean, it's been really tough. We have transitioned everything, all of our services to virtual advising. Um, some of the things we were already doing virtually, you know, answering emails, uh, reviewing essays and such, but we have turned everything kind of on its head and and we always say that we try to meet students where they're at and literally that's what we're doing. I mean, whether it's via phone or email or Zoom or we're even getting like, you know, kids are screenshotting their phones and texting them, texting the images to our advisors. And we're just trying to figure out how best to help them, how to keep them encouraged at this time. I mean, it's just, it's really, and well, and I, you know, I say kids, but I mean, any student of any age, it's a really difficult time to be either trying to enter college or trying to continue in the process. 
um, our Road to Success program in our high schools has probably seen um, the most change in that, you know, they were there with the students, you know, hand in hand, and then all of a sudden, you know, one day to the next, it's extended spring break, and now we're in summer, and um, they never really got back to being able to communicate with those students. Um, and so they're doing everything just like teachers are right now via Google Classroom, trying to just navigate, um, again, keeping them encouraged, keeping them on track. Uh, we've got a lot of students, though, that are just saying, I don't know if college is the next step because it's not what I anticipated it would be. Um, a lot of them are you know, saying, I have to provide for my family, I have to join the workforce, or even some of our students are deciding to, to enter the military. Um, so it's a really challenging and unique time for the students themselves. My heart goes out to them, but also for our advisors, just trying to navigate how to best help them when this is something that we've never, ever experienced before. San Antonio Education Partnership, um, SA 2020 has been working with y'all for like almost a decade and producing um, college signing days. And we just recently did that on May 1st. And um, it was an interesting, uh, way to sort of celebrate students and there's something magical about getting everybody in the same room and having them there and the energy that occurs mm -hmm. when seniors are sitting with their new peers potentially right because we move them into where they're going to college or university and how different it was to do it virtually and um, still celebratory but you're sort of hitting on we um, spoke to uh, Jessica Knudsen, who's over at Clarity Child Guidance Center, and she was speaking about how young people, it, it, sort of the grace that we have to offer young people right now, that they're not getting the excitement around graduating that we do. And particularly in San Antonio, we saw some of the numbers come in, thanks to your advisors, that it was like 62% of high school students are first time, first generation college students, right? And what that means in a city where we're celebrating sort of going beyond high school mm -hmm. when you can't celebrate it. Right. Uh, not only are you doing this via text message and, and um, understanding your advisors are also being sort of taxed on this and trying to keep up the energy, mm -hmm. are you, how, how is this sort of affecting advisors, like, the advising scope and how you're getting students to like turn in scholarship stuff and how's that working out? Um, well, again, we have different programs. So with the high school services, we're seeing the same students. We're just not seeing as many as we would like. Okay. And just kind of falling off. And, and at the beginning it was a, it was more of a, a, you know, maybe they didn't have devices, maybe they weren't connected. Maybe they just, you know, didn't have accessibility to the internet. Um, but now I think it's more like, you know, their attitudes are maybe changing and they're really reevaluating what fall looks like. Um, but on the cafe college side and upgrade side, uh, I think we're seeing more of those folks who are like, I need to figure out now what I need to do next, especially if they were furloughed or if they were laid off. Mm. Um, they're really trying to understand like, okay, there's an end to this. I don't know when that end might be, but I need to figure out what I need to do how to best move forward um, to, you know, set myself up for success. So we're seeing a lot of, you know, older students, and I say older, but just, you know, not high school age that are 
kind of looking for career advising, you know, what does, what does financial aid look like for me if I were to go back to school um, and just understanding the processes. For our upgrade program, those students are having an especially difficult time. Again, they're adult learners, um, many of whom were already returning to college and brand new to college as it is now, right? They might've attended 10, 15 years ago, and now they were back, but they were going to school, going you know, to in-person uh, in classes, and then thrown into online once all of this happened. So those advisors are literally helping those students navigate what your online portal looks like. Where do you go to access your class information? Where do you go to submit um, your assignments? How do you ask your professor for additional time with something online, you know, via email? Um, so those conversations are really difficult because, you know, the advisors are walking them step by step through an online portal, navigating websites. Um, but yeah, it just kind of, it runs the gamut. I mean, we deal with so many different populations. Um, and then with our scholarships program, we're just trying to keep up with, they're obviously, the colleges and universities are still working. We're trying to keep up with invoicing, making sure that we're getting our students paid out on time. Um, so there are just a lot of moving parts and everyone's kind of at a different place, but I think it all stems from, you know, the uncertainty of what really comes next. I'm thinking about, I, Education is the thing for me, largely because I'm a first-generation college graduate, and I remember so clearly when I was told that I needed to go to the Burstar's office, like leading up to my first semester. And what feeling, office? Exactly. I was like, what is, I, I'm like, what language is this? What is that word? What do I do when I get to the Burstar's office, right? And how, um, it's, how funny it is now, right, to me, um, someone who has now graduated college and has gone on and gotten my graduate degree as well. And, and yet the reality of how panic inducing that was at the time, I can also recall um, because it was just one tiny thing and there was a million tiny things that didn't make sense. Um, and so to be able to have someone that you trust that is a source of information that can just help you navigate that um, cannot be underestimated. There's a, Something that we've been in conversation with across the podcast since the crisis has come to San Antonio is, and a question that I have for you, across the programs that you oversee, Becca, are, is there anything emerging yet where you're thinking, hey, this is, we're being forced to do our job a little bit differently, and this might be actually something we could hang on to in the long run, that we're doing it now because of the crisis, but maybe this is actually something we should be paying attention to that's Good. Yeah, I mean, I think the the virtual advising has gone really well, and it's definitely helpful, especially, I think, something we will continue doing, especially for students who may not be able to come to us for whatever reason, distance, um, you know, we have, not to call anybody else out, but we have, you know, transportation uh, challenges in San Antonio. Um, and there are times where we've seen students who have had to take a bus from Sack to Cafe College, and then they were sent to us um, mistakenly and had to take the bus back to Sac. And so, I mean, those types of things where they could have just called and gotten something answered. I think we'll, we'll hold on to some of the virtual advising pieces, but I think the draw of Cafe College and why you know it was created in the first place, and going back to you know the SA 2020 visioning process, it was 
you know, it was from that that Julian Castro decided that we should have a, a central location for college access services. Um, and so there is a really strong draw for like having somebody in person who you can talk to, um, being able to express all of your concerns to someone in person to get that help one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and for me, that's what makes Catholic College so impactful. I mean, it's, it's the services, of course, and we always try to make sure that whatever we're advising students is correct and accurate, but the way that we deliver services, the, the um, you know, the empathy that we extend to students, the grace that we extend to students when they come in with their concerns and their questions, I think that makes some place, makes, makes Cafe College a place that people want to come back to and they want to refer their friends to and they want to say, hey, you know, my, um, my neighbor told me to come here because they said you could help me with scholarships or financial aid or whatever. Um, so clearly that's something that's very important to me and I think important to the community that, you know, student facing one-on-one. -on -one. Um, but the, the virtual advising has really shown us that we can do this. We, we can offer services to more students. Um, and it's interesting too, we've gotten requests for advising from people not in San Antonio, not a whole lot. Um, but that too, you know, typically I, if I would answer the phone and somebody would ask me like, hey, where are you? Can I, can I get help over the phone? Unfortunately, you know, this is an in-person thing, but I don't see any reason why we shouldn't continue virtual advising and, and extend our impact. Becca, you, um, going back to sort of how Cafe College sprung out, and it was in the space of creating, making San Antonio a college-going city, right? We are, I always am concerned when we talk about San Antonio nationally, how we don't talk about ourselves as a college city. We have so many college students here and um, universities and colleges, and we have said out loud, we want more students to get their college degree. We want to make it accessible. If a student wants to go, there shouldn't be barriers. You are a Yale graduate. You also have a master's in public health, and you have literally dedicated your career to college access. Um, clearly, it's something that you're passionate about, and I just want to, like, go i realize that this is such a weirdly uncertain time and it's so obvious that you're a person who's like given your whole career to college access and i'm i want to know why why is that the space that you picked um there's something hopeful in that i think for moving forward so would you talk about that sure i'll try to do this without crying oh no <laughs> um so I was on, in college, I was on a trajectory to, to medical school. Uh, <laughs> <hard to, hard laughs> um, and then I graduated from college, decided to kind of redirect and uh, pursued my MPH. Um, but in that, you know, there, there is a, a, a relationship between um, educational outcomes and health outcomes. And really what I decided was that what I'm interested in is making sure that any student who wants to go to college has the opportunity to, even if that's not what they end up pursuing. So I want to make sure that it's not because um, they weren't, uh, that they didn't understand that there were opportunities available to them, but that it was a choice that they made. So my thing is really, we have so much potential in our community. We have so many students who are so bright and so intelligent, but may not have access or understand that it's possible. 
and I just want to make sure everybody knows that it's possible and that there's a path and it might not look like a, a Yale degree, but it might be a certificate. Um, I just want to make sure that that every student knows that they that they have potential and that there's something out there for them if they decide that college is the path they want to pursue. I love so much that you're the person responsible for the programs over at the San Antonio Education Partnership because you you believe that in your soul that every student, every person has the potential to go beyond sort of what they even imagine um, and that it's our job to remove the barriers to that. Yeah, it's like the, we hear oftentimes as we're talking about education, sometimes the sentiment, and I'm sure you hear it, Becca, as well, this idea that college is not for everyone. And you're, what I hear you offering is such um, nuance and complexity and all our favorite things to that, while also pointing to, hey, can that be a choice that is made rather than um, not allowing it to be a choice um, and therefore not allowing everyone to to pursue college if they decide to do that, right? So those barriers and, and that question of access. That's my, that's my least favorite statement about Ugh. college. <laughs> I hate it so much. I hate it. Yeah. We can, let's start a campaign that we like throw shoes at people who say that. I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it's super nice and kind. <laughs> Just walking them through why it should be a choice. Every time we break it down with folks that we're in conversation with, um, it's like, a, oh, I didn't mean it in that way. What I have found is overwhelmingly people are like, oh yeah, I do want people to have that access and to be able to make that choice. And there's always some sort of like reasoning behind um, why they might've thought uh, that college is not for everyone, whether that's personal because they didn't want to go directly into college or, or some other reason, right? But I think that's important to spell out too, that, that you don't actually throw shoes at people. No, I won't throw <laughs> shoes at people. I never throw shoes. I just want to... Or if there's a new listener. I only throw shoes if I think something's actually really, really great. And then you throw a shoe because that's amazing. That's where it's at. Um, Becca, we try to end every podcast with a call to action. As somebody who is working in college access and the idea of potential and possibility, what, what would you tell a listener right now they should be doing? Uh, I think it goes... I would take it back to encouraging, um, inf encouraging family members, encouraging friends, encouraging people in your community. Uh, again, there's so much uncertainty around COVID-19 and what comes next and, um, you know, when we get back to this quote-unquote normal. Um, but um, I would just keep folks encouraged and, and if pursuing higher education might be something that they're interested in then send them on over because we're still doing work and trying to fight the good fight and get, you know, get our students to, to enroll um, and doing the best that we can to, to support everyone. Love it so much. Everything um, that you've heard about today is also online at klrn.org slash the story goes. We will also make sure that we link to um, the resources that Becca is talking about. Um, and yeah, just do the thing and be encouraging. <laughs>